You know why I pulled you over? It's going five over in the school zone. <laughs> you sure were. Where are you coming from so fast? South of Broadway in Maine. Do you understand that that's a hotbed of drug activity? Do you go there often? It's on my way to work. Okay. I need you to step out of the vehicle, sir. You're being detained. This is an example of what not to do when getting pulled over. Know your rights and do it like this. You know why I pulled you over? No, why did you pull me over? Because you were going five miles an hour over the speed limit. Where are you coming from? Uh, I'm not discussing my day. Not discussing your day, huh? Well, all I gotta say is that uh, it smells like marijuana here. You've been smoking something, son? Sir, am I being detained or am I free to go? You're being detained. Now tell me something. Is there marijuana in this vehicle? Uh, I invoked the fifth. Pop brothers at law. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Hello everyone. Welcome to the I Am Canvas Sativa podcast. I am your host, Canvas Sativa. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and would like to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to contact me at IamCanvasSativa at gmail.com. You can also feel free to hit me up on Instagram at IamCanvasSativa. Also try to check out our official Twitter account at ICSSativa or, 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 excuse me, or IC Sativa Podcast. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Anchor FM, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, the Google Play Music Store, and other platforms just like it. You can also feel, please feel free to try to rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs and help expand this message and help expand this movement across the United States and possibly the world. Um, If you also like what we are doing, please become a patron and support us. We plan on being, we plan on trying to do pretty big things with this podcast, such as going to trade shows, doing on-field work, visiting other MMJ or adult use states, and by supporting us, this helps us to keep lights, the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, and equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash podcast slash support. Again, that is www.anchor.fm slash slash support. So, I'm doing this particular episode as sort of a uh, public service announcement. Um, I'd like to say that this podcast, like, I I would pride myself on making this sort of podcast very intersectional and very, you know, solidarity across the United States and and the world whenever possible. So, um, So, I'm doing this PSA because I feel that we have to look out for our sisters and brothers in Arizona right now um they're you know they they they're they're going through a a bit of a situation right now where their authoritarian conservative leaders are trying to undermine their thriving and robust medical marijuana program so I'm going to read this article from the new 
from the Phoenix New Times and um, give my commentary as I'm doing the article. So, um, okay, so ACLU. Bill Montgomery's office is still prosecuting medical marijuana patients. How big of a piece of crap do you have to be to want to get your jollies off meeting your quota through not 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 just speeding not just um, speed traps but you have to, but cracking down on sick people on sick people with debilitating illnesses and trying to get your quota and trying to get your overtime money through the the, the money and through the back of sick people because you don't have any like cannabis like how big of a piece of crap do you have to be to be that way seriously seriously I'm, I'm trying to be understanding of different views and different mindsets but it gets very difficult to be and it gets very difficult to have tolerance for this kind of, of, of bs which that's what it is you know it's it's complete and total and utter bs and tyranny like uh lexus portel would say but i'm gonna read my i'm gonna read the article and give my commentary on it so the Maricopa County Attorney's Office, led by an ardent weed opponent, Bill Montgomery, is still prosecuting medical marijuana patients for extracts who, whose legality is under review by the Arizona Supreme Court, according to the Arizona chapter of the American Civil Liberty Union. In a letter to Montgomery sent Thursday, the ACLU of Arizona said it had learned that his office has been prosecuting or threatening to prosecute licensed medical marijuana patients for possessing cannabis products sold at state licensed dispensaries. The civil rights organization demanded the Montgomery's office immediately stop those prosecutions and threats. Jared Keenan, the ACLU of Arizona's criminal justice attorney who signed the letter, said that civil rights group had confirmed that two cases of medical marijuana patients in Maricopa County who were either being prosecuted or were threatened with prosecution. One of the confirmed cases involves a woman who was offered a pre-indictment plea deal to enter the TASC drug diversion program, Keenan said. Under the controversial program, which is run by a private contractor, oh boy, they're making money off. They're making money off free for madness and and funneling people, funneling weed users, quote unquote, to these private firms, these private rehab firms that they're then making money off. It's it's just regulatory capture. It's disgusting. But let me continue. Um, oh man, kind of lost my spot here. Keenan said, under the controversial program, which is run by a private contractor, defendants have to pay hefty program fees and successfully finish the program to avoid felony convictions. TAC, meanwhile, reimburses the county attorney's office for those clients on a per-person per basis that is added up to more than $1 million annually. Last August, civil rights groups sued Montgomery's office for perpetuating a revenue-raising scheme through the TASC that disproportionately penalizes poor marijuana users. That's that's tyranny encapsulated. You know, picking on 
Because, I mean, I, I, would, I would venture to guess that Arizona is a pretty diverse state. So the people that are going to be ensnared in these authoritarian Blue Life Matter cop BS, reefer madness BS, are probably disproportionately going to be Latino and black people. You know, let's just call it as it is. It's just a, it's just a ploy to continue racism and continuing profiling Latinos and black people. That's all it is. That's all this game is. It's a, it's a culture war. It's culture war posturing, like I have said. Let me continue. The other confirmed case, Keenan said, involved a veteran who faced decades in prison for a flipping vape pen. The revelations come during a key moment for the medical for medical marijuana in Arizona, as the state awaits a decision from the Arizona Supreme Court on the legality of med medical marijuana extracts. On March 19, justices heard oral arguments in the case of State of Arizona versus Rodney Christopher Jones, which centers on whether the 2010 Medical Marijuana Act covers marijuana at extracts and protects patients that use products containing them, such as edibles, from arrest and prosecution. In the hearing, which has hashed over the finer points of ma marijuana use, an attorney for Yavapai County argued that the medical marijuana law did not extend to extracts of the plant. He cited varying definitions of marijuana products under state code. Jones is a medical marijuana cardholder who served more than two years in prison after being arrested at Yavapai County, which has earned notoriety for its crackdown on extracts, including, including CBD oil, for prosecuting hashish that he brought legally at a state dispensary. His attorney argued that pri primarily that it would be illogical for medical marijuana law to not cover extracts. The Supreme Court typically issues decisions two to three months after oral arguments. In the inter in intervening months, there has been no formal protocol for prosecutors to interpret the law in question one way or the other. Given the current legal uncertainty, Keenan suggested that it made little sense for prosecutors to treat all medical marijuana extracts as illegal. I think that there's a that that the prudent path would would be not to go after these people. He said, calling it striking that some patients were currently being prosecuted. Yet that's exactly what Montgomery's office is doing, even with the legality of extracts up in the air. It's not, it's not rocket surgery. It's not rocket science. Just stop busting these people un, un, until you have clarity. You know, but it was, it's never about, it was never about the public safety for these prosecutors and these Blue, Blue Lives Matter authoritarian idiots. It was never about the public safety. It was about a war on cannabis and and a disdain and a contempt for its users and a and a ploy to try to bust these users um, to try to use excuses and on the margins to sort of bust these people, which are disproportionately poor minorities. So let me let me continue. Mike. Let me, let me continue. Michael 
Weiser, the state's attorney for medical for medical marijuana, no, for the marijuana advocacy group Normal, runs the organizational hotline for Arizona. He regularly he regularly receives calls from people who have been arrested for marijuana possession. He said many of them are patients, and more than a handful have been from Maricopa, Maricopa County. So far, out of forty calls received. Weiser said he identified seven patients arrested for marijuana extracts in Maricopa County. Five of those he said he verified, and there were another ten potential patients in the county he had not yet verified. Weiser refers people to lawyers, including to Keenan and the ACLU of Arizona, so they can get legal advice. The latest rounds of prosecutions and threats Threats caps a decade of staunch opposition by Montgomery to marijuana for any use. In 2010, he unsuccessfully fought against the Arizona Medical Marijuana Act prior to voters barely approving it. I think it passed by like 50.1% in Arizona in 2010. Fun fact. Let me finish. Um, During a debate in March 2015, he linked the recreational use of marijuana with prostitution and a litany of things that fall under the banner of a misguided notion of freedom, end quote. And in 2016, he vocally opposed Proposition 205, a ballot initiative to legalize adult use of marijuana. Montgomery has been put on notice before for the targeting of medical marijuana patients. In 2014, the Maricopa Superior Court issued an order that challenged his policy of going after patients. It declined to issue an injunction, however, because it declared that the medical marijuana law did not prohibit the use of extracts. A spokesperson for the Maricopa County Attorney's Office did not respond to a voicemail and an email seeking comment. End of article. It's really important that we let this guy, this authoritarian D-bag, know how the know how we really feel. Um, I pulled up um, I pulled up Bill Montgomery's information. So if you if you're out there in Arizona right now, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you his info so you can reach him and let him know that this 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 is unacceptable and that if he continues ruining patients' life. Because he, for for his own jollies and because he hates weed, he's going to be shown the door. You know, we we need to we on this podcast and on other venues, we need to make this a, a, a national, you know, sort of intersectional sort of solidarity based movement where we are standing up for our brothers and sisters in states that we ourselves don't live in. You know, we have to make it known. We have to be like the. We have to be like other, we have to be like feminists, we have to be like the LGBT community, we have to really pull, we have to really pull tactics from them, because they've gotten so many gains over, over, over the years, and their tactics have really worked to, to get the rights that they, that they, they so deserve. So we have to pull from their book, and we have to make it known that, we have to make examples out of these reefer madness people, you know. I don't know if you guys remember, like, a couple of years ago, where, um, there was this lady, um, there was this person, um, Kim Davis or whatever, and she, 
she basically didn't really she wanted to ban like same-sex marriage or whatever as like a county clerk or whatever like she didn't want to issue same-sex marriage licenses and this was after like the supreme court said that you can't discriminate against gay and lesbian and and the lgbt people the supreme court said you can't do that and then she got a court order from a judge telling her that she, it was her job to issue the licenses, regardless of her personal feelings. But she continued to not, to not, to not um, comply with what judges were saying. And then she paid a price for doing it. We have to, we have to make the same thing happen as medical marijuana patients, you know, and adult use users. We have to make it known that these leaders are gonna these reefer madness. I listen to what Nancy Reagan and Nixon telling me to, to, about drugs. You have to make it known that they're going to get fired if they continue ruining lives over this. And I guess that's all I have to add. And um, if you live in Arizona, let this guy know how you really feel if you're you're in this county. And um, stay safe. And as always, stay medicated, my friends.